Welcome to the Rhyme of Reason, where we break down the reason behind life's rhymes through open dialogue around topics that affect your life. We are your host. I'm Inkem. And I'm Ryan. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's jump into today's rhyme. I kind of feel like this conversation is going to be like super freestyle because I don't want to say that I'm not prepared, but... It's not even an I'm not prepared thing, to be honest, but mm-hmm. looking up trash was kind of difficult because I think the real conversation really isn't trash per se, but what causes trash to be an issue to begin with is really the production of products, the items that we're buying. And from what I can tell, it seems like as far as trash disposal goes, we have a pretty good system when it comes to trash disposal. Like the way, like trash is a profitable industry. I guess you can put it that way. Like trash men get paid well. And like the whole trash industry itself, um, from the time that they pick it up to the um, um, trash facilities, um, it gets sorted, um, where we bury it. And even when we are burning it, um, it creates energy because of right. the steam that it lets off. So, and then some forms of trash are used as compost and turned to soil. Like we've right. pretty much figured out how to get rid of like trash, but okay, what makes trash an issue is the trash is when we don't dispose of items correctly. And when it ends up being in um, our oceans and um, waterways and like, essentially like that's what the issue with trash is like when trash is properly handled we got it but when it's not and it and we're making things from plastic and all these like disposable items like even if they're not meant to be disposed of um nothing really ever goes away like there's no such thing as a way (laughs) like we have to do something about these things yeah i mean i agree um that it's like well figured out to say is it like the most sustainable system no no for sure absolutely not or is there different like i guess more of the household practices of how we should view trash right like it's kind of going into what you were saying and like something i was thinking about for this episode of like what is trash where does it go what can we put in the trash what should we put in the trash Mm -hmm. and um is that the right way we should handle it Mm -hmm. it's so So, funny because if like just like to play on that a little bit like if you were to say we could reclassify the things that we're calling trash into something else right and i reduce how much i have to put in the trash can i have less pickups required so then there's less trucks driving around and that that kind of sense of the activity of of trash is like I'm able to manage it more myself than it's being managed. Mhm. Mhm. Um I think like I don't know, sometimes when I think about topics like these, um environmental issues, social issues, um a lot of it really has to do with mental health and wellness and like consumerism and um levels of life satisfaction and stuff like that because 
realistically speaking, the only way that we can really be sustainable and have these issues not be a big um, topic item um, mm-hmm. is if we change our whole uh, attitude towards buying things and consumerism and um, what makes us happy, like how right. to determine what makes you happy. So sometimes when you're asking people to be less wasteful and reduce trash, like it's not as it's not as simple as just saying that. Like a lot right. of times it means like a completely different lifestyle shift, like your whole yeah. mindset um, towards stuff and um, just your purchasing power. All of right. that has to change. Um, I don't know. Like the more of the more of the types of work that I'm doing, especially like researching and things, like it keeps coming right back to that. Like, cause. Sometimes yeah. the reason that why some of these th- issues are an issue is because, yeah, like manufacturers, they know that some of these things are wrong. But if they were to do things right, that means that they would have it wouldn't be profitable for them. Um, it would also mean that they would have to kind of change their values in life and not just only think about themselves and like think about the bigger picture. So that's why I'm like, well the integrity of a person going into a position is really, really important because if you're going into a any type of public service work, something that you're responsible for hundreds and thousands of people, you have to be in it for non-selfish reasons in order for it to, like, not impact people in a negative way. Like, does that make sense yeah. as a whole? Yeah, like... I don't know. I'm probably just rambling right now, which is fine. No, I get it. So <laughs> I guess like bringing the, what you just said to the context of our objective with the podcast, like how, what about trash can we better our lives about ourselves and how can we talk about that here and hopefully help someone else do that? Because I think like you're right, 100%, all of those things you said around our life, our mental health, our consumerism, all of those things that lead into our trash production leads into that. But what can we do to impact ourselves and our trash? And then hopefully someone else can do the same. <laughs> I don't even know, dude. I don't know. Like, Okay. All right. I guess that's like, yeah, I did a lot of work on Trash Island. And actually, Trash Island is something that I would like to address because it's a topic that's fresh out of my mind. But before we go into that, I'd just like to point out, like, some of this, these topics are... I would hate to have been, like, to be an old person now from, like, 30 years ago who was also, like, an environmentalist because some of these topics, we've been having this discussion, like, a long for a very, very long time. Like... <laughs> All of these, like, all of these actually, yeah, you're right. We are not the first people to think of this, for sure. I know, no, I know, I know we're not the first people to think of it, but, like, just to see yeah. firsthand, like, some of these issues, like, get worse and worse as time has gone past, and, like, now we're at the po- breaking point of, like, holy shit, if we don't fucking do something in 12 years. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, and these motherfuckers are back here, like, yo, what have I been telling you? <laughs> Just waiting for 12 like, years to say I told you so, like, pretty yeah. much now, yeah. Like, no, like 20, 30 years to say I told you so. All right. But anyway, um, when I was looking at Trash Island, I I noticed my my own, uh, I guess, misinformation on this on the topic. Because yeah. when you hear about the, you know, the 
great size of Texas. Yeah, the, right, yeah, the size of Texas. Right. Like it's a garbage patch or whatever. Right, that you're going to walk on. And... Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, how do we have this like massive like pile of trash in the middle of the sea and no one's doing anything? But then when I was looking up research and it's like, oh, it's not that. It's pretty much like a garbage soup of like. To it's like a plastic reason, smog. Yeah, plastic. Water smog. Yeah. It's, it's all like broken up into little tiny pieces. Mm-hmm. Like it's, which is worse than like an actual physical island that we could go pick up yeah. and do something with. But this shit's too fine times. to filter without filtering out the other, you know, bio yeah stuff like going the, on there. And like yeah, yeah like the so life in water. The life that's eating that shit. Yeah. That we are eating. Yeah, dude. It was it was kind of surreal. Like. Yeah. It made me feel bad because today I was watching this uh, Vice document. I don't, I, I don't know, really know if it's a documentary or not, but this thing on YouTube from Vice, it was called "Garbage, Garbage Island: An Ocean Full of An Ocean Full of Plastic," and it came in like three parts. And it, I guess they sent two of their crew from Vice. This came out in 2012. Okay. It is 2019, yeah. and they did this in 2012, and they were talking about Trash Island. So they, Wait, um, they. What was the name of it again? I'm just gonna look. Um, Garbage Island, an oh. ocean, an ocean full of plastic. And it was pretty much one of their vice news correspondents. He went in a boat with, um, I don't know if if he's a fisherman or something, but mm-hmm. this man who studies, um. Who does all his work um, around marine life or whatever? They go out there um, because he started noticing uh, the amount of plastic um, in the waters over the years, and they went out there to check it out. Like, hey, we keep hearing about this trash island. Let's go see it. So it's about their journey. This like it ended up being like a seven day trip to get to Trash Island, and as they progressed, the more and more like pieces of plastic that they started to see, and like. It takes a while for you to get there. And like they pointed out something interesting, how us on land, we're just so far removed from these stories and these things that we don't really understand the impact. Like if we're having an issue with trash and disposing items on land, imagine like- The outcry and the um, passion behind it. Oh yeah. 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 And well, imagine like how detrimental it is in ocean life. Like, especially when you don't get to see this and because of water currents, this trash is essentially just like, (laughs) you got an ice cream truck driving by bro. Is that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Damn. Like, damn. Wow. Yo. Yeah, hot mic much. <laughs> Yo, man. Okay. I must hear, like nature and like, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um yeah, no, the the misinformation. I actually thought um in the documentary we wa- watched I fucking uh, Netflix. I can't remember the name of it now. With the plastic oh, you're talking plastic ocean? Yeah, it, they said the same thing. They had a, a thing about the trash island and like, and how it wasn't really an island. They're just the little pieces. But like, they were talking more like the the micro stuff, like how micro, the micro stuff was micro the micro plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But even oh, worse. Like, he pointed up in in the vice thing. He mentioned how like they because they took a whole bunch of samples and stuff like that. 
Yeah. They're saying like, oh, you notice how you don't see any oranges or yellow um, pieces of plastic um, in these samples. It's like mainly blues and whites and stuff like that is because those resemble shrimp and other sea animals. So like birds are more so prone to eat the like the yellow and orange, like the more colorful particles. And I'm just like, ew, dude. And we end up eating this. So Mm -hmm. if, if anything, like this really oh, yeah. should be like a health crisis because like I understand I know this isn't about like anti-vaxxers but you know anti-vaxxers people who don't vaccinate their kids and saying that um we are uh like the food or these vaccines are what's causing um autism and it's like no there's a rise in autism like how about you look in other areas like don't look at areas that have already proven to be right like look at mm-hmm our food production, our our quality of air, our water sources. Like there's so many other things to look at that we we aren't really sure about the adverse effects of all these things right. um, versus vaccines, but that's a whole other conversation. Definitely. But, yeah. I do like the fixation on that one though, <clears throat> especially if it's been proven out so many times. It's Yeah. It's, it's like flat earthers. Like what are we like? Right. That's oh, a whole other conversation either. Yeah. We trash island specifically, like, yes, you may have heard of it, but the likelihood of it is that you probably think it is an island full of trash. Right. Like, no, and I did. Y- yeah, exactly. No. And I did. Right. Me too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And like, that's a whole other part of awareness is just like addressing mis misinformation about awareness. It's like, hey, you might be aware that this thing exists, but it doesn't exactly exist in the way that you think. In fact, yeah, it exists in an, in a completely worse state than I wish it existed the way that you think right, it exists. Right, 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 right. Then you know, you just go out there and just <laughs> right. scoop it up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's definitely not it. Um, For sure. And then maybe, um, uh, what, what kind of, Ooh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. What kind of organizations can you support that is, uh, doing the work to clean up some of this? And one big one is for ocean, because I'm sure you fucking heard of them. Um, whether or not you've opened up, if you live in Florida, you've definitely heard of Fort Ocean. Um, and if you watch any type of environmental anything on YouTube, you've probably seen an ad come up for them before a video. But Four Ocean, they sell these like wristbands. Well, have you heard of Four Ocean, dude? I, are you serious? Okay, well, Four <laughs> this is like Four Ocean is pretty much the Toms of. Florida. Of, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. The Toms of. Uh, of marine trash i guess like getting trash out of like their whole concept is that for every bracelet these bracelets are twenty dollars the bracelets are apparently made of recycled um reclaimed trash and for every bracelet you buy you helping them remove one one ton of trash from the ocean Hold on, so, dude. I'm just going to their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, put that, put that link, put that link in the <laughs> link in description. <laughs> one ocean, one mission. Let's end. One ocean, one mission. Let's end the ocean plastic crisis together. 
Um, and supposedly they removed 5,460,000. Oh, it went up a number as I was here. Um, 695,000 pounds of trash removed from the ocean and coastline by paid for ocean employees since 2017 through sales of our products. So the whole concept is you buy these bracelets. By purchasing a four ocean bracelet, you will receive, you will remove one pound of trash from the ocean and coastlines by buying these bracelets. These bracelets help them fund their mission to remove this plastic, um, plastic trash. But it's like, okay, how exactly is me buying this $20 bracelet removing trash from the ocean? I'm going to send you a link of a YouTube video about that. So I'm on their, I'm on their site right now. But I mean, I guess like, okay, so it just gives them money to fund their collection. Yes, they are a for-profit company. Like, let's be clear. Right, right, right. But I mean, it looks like, I mean, well, obviously, yeah. I'm going to send you, this was like a great, um, in my opinion, a great. uh, Which is, uh, I I don't think there's anything wrong with being for-profit. Like, I think. There isn't, but how are you, like. I mean, These are, claims that you're making about your product and what your product is helping you do, are you actually doing that work? So, I mean, based, on their, based on their cute little video <laughs> they got on their website here, bro, like, they out here in the ocean <laughs> with nets collecting shit. I mean, they doing that daily. Watch. They out here collecting this by hand. Oh, look at all these motherfuckers in blue shirts sorting shit. Oh, look at that giant support sorting facility. Yeah, I mean, but so it's just like, for me, I feel it's like <laughs> recycling in the trash. It's like the same way they make money. Like they collect shit out of the ocean, they make things out of it, and they sell it for money. Yeah, but then are you actually... But I mean, so that's the question. Is them collecting shit out of the ocean and making a bracelet out of it enough for you to buy $20? Buy it for $20? No, are they even doing the amount of work that they're saying that they're doing to begin with? And like you're profiting off of this idea that you're cleaning the ocean's trash. Are you cleaning the ocean's trash? Because me and you can go out and like a pound of trash ain't shit compared to what's Um, out there. (laughs) That's true. But I'm going to send you this... uh, this video that was about that and it and I kept seeing these ads and I'm just like yo these motherfuckers ads how is this bracelet removing trash trash from the ocean right now and I call it the I I call it the the toms of of the sea because we all know like the adverse effect of toms giving out buy one shoe get a shoe free like okay now the artisans in that country can't fucking sell shoes because everybody's walking around with free fucking shoes Uh and they can't sell money (laughs) right (laughs) they can't make money from making their own fucking shoes (laughs) yep (laughs) wait 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 so hold on I can I can subscribe and get a new bracelet every fucking month and oh. say, say 12 pounds a year of trash a year. See, you mean I do nothing. Just for $120 or no, it's $240. For $240, you can you can you yourself, Ryan, can contribute to removing 12 pounds of trash. Okay, so I have a question. Like Oh, there's a 2 pound trash bag. Am I expected to just like keep adding on to my bracelets 
Or am I going to waste my bracelets <laughs> as they keep well, sending me a new one every fucking month? Also, I would like to also know, like, what happens if you, like, lose your bracelet? Like, mm. like what are, I mean, it is recycled trash, but is it biodegradable? <laughs> no. <laughs> recycled trash? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, like, what is the end life of Four Ocean's own product? Like, are their products contributing to plastic? waste what are these products what are these bracelets made of i know it's recycled plastic but it's still plastic so what is your (laughs) oh yo hey so funds from removal of one pound of trash from the coastline no 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 no. beads are made from post consumer recycled plastic bottles including small amount less than five percent of ocean glass five percent of your glass is coming from the ocean okay and then also colored cord made from post-consumer recycled plastic bottles, including a small amount, less than 5% of ocean plastic. Wait, so... so you're cleaning of the you're ocean. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're cleaning up an ocean by creating a product that isn't made from shit from the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but you're telling me that me buying this thing is helping the... Man, oh, Okay. You see, bruh, you see, you see what I mean? (laughs) Like, I just hate when, like, companies out here, like, take advantage of, like, people really wanting to do good and, like, contribute. And it makes some of this work, like, really difficult to do because you have businesses who are misleading people, essentially, of what their product can do in in the in the long run like sometimes like some of these sustainable and like eco-friendly movements it's really just to make people feel better about their consumption in some way but you're not really actively actually doing anything to move this cause forward because you're still buying as much as you did before (laughs) like true so we get off this call please watch that the the youtube video i sent you please watch that it was so good (laughs) it was so good that for ocean themselves commented on the video and the dude did a response video to his video like based on there's so it's 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 like a two-part thing yeah it's like a two-part thing addressing for oceans um i guess response to have you have you poked on this uh, site? No, this is actually the first time I went to their website. Yeah, this is interesting. Cleanup operation. Oh, and like yeah. they they essentially have this fucking boat that. Oh, and they they say that they're cleaning up trash in like all these like a hundred and something in hundred and something countries or whatever. But then when you look, like their main operation is like in Florida and it's in like three places. So it's like. Yeah. That's only three places. Everything I'm seeing right now is around Haiti and Florida. Yeah, and Florida. Indonesia. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's three. Yeah. This is interesting. I haven't seen seen this before. Yo, you've never Um, seen Fort Ocean? Yo, um, well. I wish they made something more fucking practical than a bracelet. Like. Sorry, that was not that was not a nice thing to say. <laughs> You're so right. Like, like something non disposable. Right. How about that? Like how about yeah, exactly. Like, because exact essentially like people want to wear their patriotism on their sleeve. So of course, like oh, yeah. a bracelet, like you're literally wearing the shit. Like yeah. a t shirt wasn't gonna cut it because t shirts make 
like take two you can't say that this t-shirt is made from recycled plastic <laughs> right that's true <laughs> you can't i mean so <laughs> like what are they gonna make bottled water like i mean like so it had to be fashionable like i get it like these yeah. two white guys came in here and souped in yeah. an environmental yeah, game man. and they banking on that shit uh, and... they suited up and they won like for sure <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Brian? That's what we should do. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> Fuck all this shit. Right. <laughs> figure, out a, figure out something we can sell. <laughs> Tell yeah. everyone it's made from some environmental oh, shit. Great and, thing. Yeah. And, like, start, like, um, outdoor yeah. cleanups or something, like, where we go to, like, parks and, like, pick up trash. There you go. Tell people that this. Yeah. Shoot, oh. I don't know, this backpack or whatever. Oh, no, no. We can sell, like, uh, necklaces that are made out of, like, you know, recycled paper that we collect, <laughs> that we collect from cleaning up the parks. Write that shit down. That's our, that's a million dollar idea right there, bro. We're recording this, so we right, got it. Oh, we're recording. We're recording this. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? That, that's what I'm going to do with my lettering business. I'm going to just say that the paper yeah. is made. From like, <laughs> from oh, like oh. <laughs> sustainable dye, like dyed, reclaimed from like a uh, uh, fashion. Uh, <laughs> wait, oh. wait, wait. These are dyes reclaimed from the waters of fashion production companies because you know they like they just pour pour the dyes in the river. So this mm-hmm. is like reclaimed dye. <laughs> Cleaning out, cleaning out, cleaning out the rivers. Fashion right. factory, yeah, clean out the rivers. Um, at fashion factory hut, um, hot spots, and reusing them to make these sustainable, compostable, um, greeting cards <laughs> that are handmade with love. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. You don't even have to tell them like where the ink is coming from, bro. Just be like, yo, this is a uh, sustainably sourced ink. Yeah, sustainably sourced. Recycled. Yes. Yeah, repurposed, recycled ink. Um, and same and natural dyes. Yeah, same with the paper. And, and then I have to say that at least 20% of proceeds are going to... It has, I have to give oh, my yeah. money out. I have oh, to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 20% of my proceeds go to oh, yeah. something, education, or I don't know. Helping some poor country <laughs> do something. Oh, I just saw I just saw the number go up as I was watching it. That's great. That's so great. <laughs> Another pound down, guys. Another, Another pound, pound down. <laughs> and then, so you know, okay, this is cool, right? Like, uh, you clean up all the trash. Like, what do you do with it? What are they doing with it? They got to be selling it. They they sorting that shit and oh. they're selling it, and then whatever they don't want. They're fucking throwing away. <laughs> like, I bet you these guys are in the cleaning of this ocean right now. Oh, that's actually a great. No, what they're doing with it is they're making these bracelets. No, Yo, you're full of shit. Yeah, with 5%, with the 5% of their bracelets is coming from this shit they pulling out of the ocean. They making a fuck so ton of bracelets if so they. What's happening to the ocean? 95%. Like, well, if only 5%. Well, no, no, no. 5% of the plastic in the ban is from the ocean. So, like, the other is they're claiming it's other recycled sources for the other percentage of what's in the band. But you've told me you've pulled five and a half million pounds of shit out of the ocean. Okay, so obviously you can't use all of that. Like, 
What do you think you could use of that five million pounds? Well, I guess that's yeah. I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, if they're only out of out of the plastic that they're pulling from the ocean, if the only five percent of it is making its way into the bracelets, what's happening to the other ninety five percent? Like, what do you guys? How are you guys disposing of this? Because this actually goes back to our topic, our trash sound bites <laughs> of like. When you make something, there's n- there's really no way. So like, when we are done with it, what hap- Like, are they burning it? Like, are right. they like, are they recycling it? Okay, so this just says trash on the five and a half million pounds, right? So that's like all kinds of trash, like not just plastic. So you're sorting that trash, right? And you're getting, I guess. Basically, you're just sorting it and selling it, I'm assuming, like any other trash collection agency. But then mm-hmm. on top of that, you're so you're selling the products you're collecting and advertising on for getting more sales out of your bracelets to continue your collection efforts and sell more things that you collect. You know what I mean? Like you're still making money, bro. You're making money if I buy this bracelet or not, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. You are collecting things. I mean, obviously, it costs money to get to the point of collecting and sorting and doing all of that. But theoretically, the economics behind the recycling and why people even our recycling centers are around, why people pick up our trash off the side of the road is because they're doing something with it and making money off of it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they're doing the same. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you know, like a good percentage of that is being thrown away because they can't use it. So how are they throwing it away? Like we're, you know... They toss it back out, back out there to collect it again, like just for the for the game, like catch and release fishing. You know, you're like, fuck it, I'm not gonna eat this thing. I'm just gonna put it back in there. <laughs> like, I don't need this shit. It can go back in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, but honestly, initiatives like this need to be like hella scrutinized. You know what? We should put this as a meeting, like green initiatives. Like, I'm putting this in our like. Companies like this, like Tom's and yeah. Four Ocean, and like all the all these for profit. There's nothing wrong with being for profit, like no. at all, absolutely not. But like, when do you? I like. I guess it's like okay. So with anything, um, you know, marketing, I, and and honestly, from from what I from what I know of my experience with marketing, there is like always some validity behind what you're saying in public because like literally if someone can like there are like in some of these bigger companies and bigger brands there are normally lawyers involved of saying what they can and can't say to the public because like somebody will come back and say well hey you claimed this prove Mm -hmm. it just like we're asking them to prove it almost and so theoretically if they've posted it they should be able to prove it well I would so, like. To, I'm gonna wait for you to watch this little thing. Okay. That, yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Then we'll have to yeah. do another trash. Like, I think we'll just do another trash episode. Or yeah, because yeah. dude, I cannot. Like, <laughs> I know. That's fine. No, like, this was this has been good already. Um, yeah. um, since we've been since we've been doing this, and I don't need, I don't even think I told you. So I've kind of with my blog, I've kind of like changed dire- directions with it, and. Okay. I don't even really want to say I've changed directions. I'm just fulfilling what I've always wanted to do with it to begin with. I'm just doing what I've wanted to do. And I'm now talking about sustainability, low waste and like all that. So I was working on 
a blog post about reusable bags and finding out like the different types of reusable bags and how like some reusable bags are actually kind of worse than plastic bags and like picking out the right ones and blah, blah, blah. And now that I'm doing all this work with my, with my blog and I'm trying to be way more personalized with it and this we're doing, I'm becoming way more aware about like just basic shit. Like when we go out and now we we use like a, um, disposable utensils and i'm like fuck, fuck why am i using this and then like and then we keep them but now like we have like so fucking many of them and then on top of that it's like why would you keep a disposable that's the point of them they're disposable and then i'm going through this like whole conundrum of throwing it away and feeling yep. bad and mm-hmm. fuck yeah bro i mean <laughs> um yeah definitely it's like it's you almost like have this feeling that you need to hoard it and collect it because you don't want to throw it away, but you know you're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Like the disposable fork is fucking shit compared to the pla- the metal fork I have right next to it. I'm not going to pick up that plastic exactly. disposable fork, but exactly. it's going to sit in that tray because I think I'm not throwing it away and that's better, which right. is totally like. Right. <laughs> so not. then, like, so actually, this morning yeah. I was thinking uh, with the whole reusable disposable because John went through our drawer and he just so happens to have picked out a dis- one of the disposable um, spoons. And I, I thought to myself, yo, like, how do minimalists, like, avoid waste? Because it's I understand that there's a whole zero waste thing, but there's a certain level of not being able to control the things that come into your space um, that you can easily like disregard or say no to so like if in a in a scenario like ours um one of our last conversations you were talking about how you and bethany hold on to disposable reusable glass and stuff like mm-hmm. that if you're a minimalist and you're and you have like a minimal living space how do you then not contribute to like what do you do then like to, you have dedicated storage because you have you dedicated buy, storage for things and you buy yeah yeah, and you buy yeah. you have jars that are reusable for the same thing, and you fill. So up. you have to like completely change your lifestyle, your, your, your lifestyle, life. like your your, your life. yeah your life. Because our life is waste producing naturally. Mm-hmm. The way we're the way we're living it, we would have mm-hmm. to change it in order to change the ways. Like we yeah, have. like our 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 priorities would like have to like totally right. shift. So, like, on the silverware one, like, something that Bethany and I have kind of changed. We're not very good at it. We have them, but I don't use them very often. But we have, like, the reusable silverware that's, like... Oh, yeah. I I keep in my backpack. So, when I'm traveling and, like, most of the times it's when, like, fuck, I didn't get anything to eat with. I'll have it as a backup. But, like, I've been trying to not grab it unless it's, like, served to me in the bag. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you're right. Like... You almost like sound like or feel like this social fucking warrior if you're going to go in there and be like, I don't want a straw. I don't want a plastic fork and no plastic wrap and none of this shit when you're going to buy food. Right. But like if I don't have to like go get my own fork and like I can just have it already. Like that's just been something that's helped. Um, So like like, have you how um, it's funny um, that you're talking about that because my next or not this week's not not this wednesday's post but next week wednesday's post i was talking um my post about just simple ways for you to um offset to reduce like just beginning shit like elementary 
basic, basic yeah. shit. And one of my um, tips is using reusable um, utensils. And I suggest using the camping ones because like the camping ones are already built. They're lightweight, like they're totally. So do you yeah. feel like since you have some, how has, do you feel yourself like using them? And like, cause you said that you have like a habit of like forgetting sometimes. So yeah. has it been like beneficial to help you to have them on hand? It's definitely came in hand where like I didn't have it and I needed it for sure. Okay. Um, and there has been a handful of times where I have chosen not to grab, like if I had the choice, like I said, to grab this plasticware, then I didn't. And I was like, oh, I already have it. Like I don't need that. Okay. Okay. But it was very, you know, only a handful of times that I can think of. Um, but again, if I get like a like something from a restaurant and, and it's to go and there's shit in there to eat with, then I usually eat with that. Like I've already felt like I have consumed that disposable item once it's in right. my, my possession. So I'm right. like, I'm going to well use it, you know? So right. Right. if I was really good about it, I would be very clear to any restaurant that I went to. I was like, I don't want any disposable plastic. Mm-hmm. like don't give me a bag i'm like one of those people i go and i was like I, yeah. but the first thing when i if i'm if i'm having to have someone check me out the first thing that comes out of my mouth is like i don't need a plastic bag like no, yeah. she's like okay i can already see if i see them i'm like no nope, i don't need a bag right, like right, yep, yep no nope, no nope, no nope. right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like i've become so spot on with doing yeah. that like just being like nope i don't want a plastic bag because the plastic bags in my opinion are like the easiest first step to avoid because in my opinion depending on what you're buying because like yeah it's one or two especially when you have one or two items like do just use just carry it like if oh, it's condoms yeah. like thank you for practicing safe sex if you're buying yeah. tampons like great you're on your period yeah, right. awesome like yeah. i don't know like plastic yeah. bags i feel like it's like people just want to be secretive of like oh um i don't want you to see what i'm buying so, let so me put i guess there there is that but there is also if i was carrying my groceries a long time and i didn't have a good reason bag the plastic bags are generally better than the paper ones that they have and hold yeah. more weight hold yeah. more weight for sure like hold up better well, i don't know about the hold more weight dude oh it depends then the on, it is depends it, on it depends on yeah. where you get the paper bag there's some oh. Earth Fair. Yo, I went to Earth Fair and got these paper bags. These bitches were fucking instructive. I'm like, yo, oh, what are these paper yeah. bags made for? <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some good paper bags out there. But I guess, like, at the general grocery store, if I, the, the ones that have the plastic bags, like, as their main source, I feel like don't normally have good paper bags. Oh, like a Kroger or... Like a Kroger, oh, yeah, like perfect like example. Dixie or something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah. We have we have a giant eagle here. It's very similar to Kroger, and yeah, their paper bags don't have handles on them. Yeah, like, so you have just, to like and so I was thinking the bottom. Like, right, and so like I'm just thinking like, okay, if I were be like, like, I'm taking a bus to go to get my groceries, right? Like carrying these paper things would be freaking ridiculous. There's no way I would make that choice because I'd have a handle with a plastic bag like right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. So and then like from um, security of your food like even more so like you're going to take those extra steps to make sure like you don't fuck up whatever you just bought like mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know it, there's just also like that side of it like we, we just need to have there just needs to be a good alternative source in my yeah mind. and whether or not like especially if it's going to be a single use um mm-hmm. purchase then 
we you have to it's no longer acceptable to only think about these items as simply disposable you have to think about the end life okay after it's disposed right. what what is this going to become is this just going to be litter is this going right. to be able to decompose can we reuse it and like i think that this is where like corporations kind of go towards the whole greenwashing um end of things because their offset is to tell people to recycle. And when people don't recycle, they blame it on, well, it wasn't disposed of. And it was a a consumer. Yeah, it wasn't disposed of in the way that it would need it to be. But then I um, recently, like last week, I think it was last week or the week before, The Daily Show did like a really brief thing about the whole plastic issue. And he mentioned like, um, you know, typically when you get a water, a bottle water, excuse me, a water bottle, um, a consumer who, who's wanting to recycle this would just throw this into the recycling bin. But he's like, well, did you know for you to actually properly recycle this, you have to peel off the label from the recycling bottle, take the cap off, and then that little ring that's on top of that, you're supposed to remove that too. Like, who, who, who yeah. that's like a five-step process right now. Like, right. it's doing that. So, um, I think like for you, for these businesses, you just offset and say, hey, like, you know, go ahead and recycle. Like, does your product have like a whole freaking breakdown label on how I'm supposed to recycle this? Chances are no. It just has the little recycle symbol on the back of it. And people just think that, you know, throwing it away in the recycling can is all you need to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're right. I, that- in the accessibility of recycling and the ease of it, I think are two very important things to talk yeah. about. Like, and I guess like the accessibility too is what I was trying to hit on with the reusable bag piece too. Like, do you feel like this is just another idea? Like, do you feel like a bag program similar to like the cans where like essentially I'm going to charge you for every reusable bag that you take out the door, but then like a quarter, but then as soon if you bring it back and use it again, I won't charge you a quarter. If you take bring it back to me and you, you give like say you have excess the next time because you had you needed four bags your first trip, next time you only need three, I'll give you a quarter back. You know, would that program help? Or does it and is is that accessible? Is that an accessible program? Is that only for like are you talking all about gro- all grocery stores? No, but like how you're charging people for bringing their own bags? No, so I'm not going to offer any any bags other than the reusable totes that I have assigned that are actually good totes to use. Okay, so we just don't even offer plastic bags, period. And if you if you don't have your if you don't bring your bag yourself, you're only your what you're purchasing is a reusable bag from us. Like, or but I'm saying more make it more of a return uh, like a rental instead of like an ownership. Like I I don't want to have a crap ton of these bags. So like I almost say like I'm buying it from you for 50 cents, but then when I bring it back, I don't have to like use. I don't have to. I guess I could get the 50 cents back. I guess you're just buying a bag. No one's gonna want a fucking. Just, yeah, no one's gonna return a fucking bag. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just like I don't know. <laughs> no, you're thinking ahead. I love it. Like, I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to think of like the how box. the. How well, they... currently what's happening in like because you know there are. Um, state like there's places in California that's banned plastic bags and stuff like that what's happening is that if you don't have your own reusable bags um what they're selling are these heavier um reusable plastic they're still plastic bags but they're made they're just more 
durable plastic bags and they're meant to be reused right but the problem is that people aren't reusing them and they're even a bigger problem because they're a thicker form of plastic that just takes even longer like the whole fucking thing so i think that method of making people just banning plastic bags like this is not an option and forcing people to bring their bag is a great first step the other next step should be just not giving an option of that heavy duty plastic bag like your only option is a reusable bag like oh you forgot one well here we have one for you to buy and if you need six i'm sorry you needed six today but you know when you go to um uh sam's club and uh what's the other one uh costco's they don't give you plastic they don't give you bags there because they just expect you to put your food in the trunk like so we already have grocery stores that the norm is to not give your consumers plastic bags and if people want to carry their bags their food in some type of carrying device they have to bring their own boxes or bring their own but they already know what to expect before they get there so if this was the norm yeah people would just automatically bring their reusable bags because that was the only option they would bring their own carrying um device with them because that was the only option that's true that's true so if that was was the norm that's where we're working our way towards that though right I think I think that progression is definitely happening. For yeah. Sure. I think in the the other disposables that like around like what you were saying like the plastic silverware and like straws and stuff. I think there's a lot of more room to go probably. Mm-hmm. But, but I think some of these um, discussions also isn't just singularly to um, single use items. It's just and I think I'm sure we're probably going to talk about this in our plastics our dependency on plastic episode because oh, yeah. yes you know. Um, we do have these single-use plastics, but then we have this over-dependency on how we just pretty much put plastic in everything. And these things, some of these things are made for um, yeah. one-time use. Like, like they're going to get... disposables, yeah. Like, yeah, they're not disposables, but they're yeah. still a, something that, hey, when I do need to dispose of this, how do I do how that? I- Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. That's yeah. Good point. So, yeah. yeah. And again, yeah. like, I guess the ultimate is if we can reduce how much, again, like, go, reduce how much, like, is going into our trash cans, then theoretically, over time, we're going to reduce the number of pickups, like, okay. naturally. Right, right. Because, right. like, right now, I feel like it's disproportionate. I think we said this in the recycling episode was like, I get pick up recycling uh, every other week and I get trash once a week mm-hmm. and there's so many times I never put my trash can out there because it's not full but yo I cannot miss the recycling day I cannot miss it so like, right, like it's right. always over like, full right so I'm like I actually went for myself wish I could flip that equation but obviously like it needs to be a system flip on like having trash picked up every other week and recycling every week instead you know mm. it's like I'm not I'm not the norm of volume in those categories. So well, in just like normal circumstances, do we even feel like we would be collecting more recyclables than we do now? Like would people recycle in a more um sensible way versus like just throwing like essentially trash in yeah. a recycling bin? Like would people recycle more? I think uh, people would have to correctly. recycle more. I think that would have to happen in order for the equation to flip. And right now, like, recycling is oh, just not just a no profitable way. business. Yeah, like, it's not cost-effective for any waste management company to 
well, it's not cost effective. It's not cost effective because they have to do a fuck ton of work to it before they can do anything with it because we're terrible recyclers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like as a society of like you said on the production side, we're not producing things to make them easy to be recycled. Right. Right. The plastic bottle, that little ring, everything you just said, the wrapper, like all of that, like yeah. Like, yeah. Like when I you don't cut that fucking that ring off. To... I don't cut that fucking <laughs> ring off. I do try to pull off labels, but yo, like I just found out that I should be separating the cap. So honestly, yo, like <laughs> and I'm and again, I'm a recycler, so yo, like the, uh, it's just so much yeah that's so frustrating though like like the destruction of one item for it to actually be properly like be properly disposed recycled etc like it's kind of like crazy oh i was gonna tell you so earlier when you were talking about the the daily show and plastic i was trying to find it and so i started typing daily show plastic in google and daily show plastic straws came up and accidentally hit enter so anyways first the first uh, like result was an ad uh, from Google, and it says "Official Trump Campaign Store: A Pack of Ten Straws" by DonaldJTrump.com. <laughs> liberal paper liberal paper straws don't work. Stand with President Trump and buy your pack of reusable straws today. Brought to you by the Make American Great Again Committee. Wow! <laughs> and, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I can get a pack of 10 of them for $15. And it looks like just a basic ass straw that's like with, you know, with a Trump plastic straw like with Trump's name on it. With for sure. Trump's name on it. Wow, oh, dude. Yeah. Mm. EPA Cust- free, though. Oh, you know, and customers it says it's also like the customers also like women for Trump posters, Latinos for Trump posters, and a pink Make American Great Again hat. Yeah. That is the cut. That's the equal. That's yeah, bought together. That's the, the starter. The starter on um, fascist pack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're 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 fight, <laughs> fighting against the paper straws with reusable plastic straws. You like, stand you know, by your fucking plastic straws, <laughs> damn it! You stand. Fuck these liberals and their paper straws. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. That just made like just made my day. Like when I, for finding this. <laughs> I don't even you know, it's just one of those random fights. I, I what I think I'm most upset about, I think, is that um Google thinks I want the Trump campaign store at the top of my list. Or maybe they're just like that's the sell. I know, right? Like that's that's what I'm worried about. Like <laughs> man. If, uh, well, the plastic thing that I'm talking about, just go on YouTube. It's on. Um, it's on. I'll just. Thank you for listening to today's discussion. We would love to hear your input and takeaways. Please reach out to us on Twitter at the Rhyme of Reason or email us at the Rhyme of Reason at gmail.com to continue the conversation and share your feedback. Remember, if there is no sound reasoning in the systematic approaches we apply to everything we do, then why do it? Tune in next time.